So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hard to argue against the real estate dream being sell enough houses so I can buy enough houses to build my net worth big enough so I can do whatever the bleep I want. That's exactly why I have Emily Terrell on the podcast today. Emily, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm super excited to be here today. I love it. And you came all the way in from San Antonio this morning? I did. So for the people that don't know you, we want to talk about... So so just for context, everybody, uh, Emily is a power broker, crushing, started in 2016, though. So Mm -hmm. a short time in the business but has done a lot. She is the self-proclaimed laziest agent on the planet. A little bit. And yet I would argue someone that could build her business to 75 to 100 transactions a year, buy as many investment properties as you have, do all the things you do, and then be able to slow down, do it at a high level and coach for us. Mm-hmm. I think you're full of you know what when you say lazy. <laughs> so so who is Emily? Talk to us. Give us a little back background. How'd you get here? Why'd you get into real estate? And then let's jump into all the cool stuff that you're doing. Sure. So... Um, I was a stay-at-home mom. I realized I was really, really, really bad at it. I just—it was horrible. So, How are you bad as a stay-at-home mom? What does that? Uh, what does that even mean? So, for me, honestly, the biggest thing was I struggled with the fact that I wasn't contributing to my marriage in a monetary oh, standpoint. Got it. Um, and then, honestly, like I love my children, but yes. I'm a much, much better mom when I don't am not the only person taking care of them, yeah. watching them. Yeah. And so for me, that that idea of it takes a tribe to mm-hmm. be in, you know, help raise your children is mm-hmm. a big thing for me. Got it. So I, I found that as I'm working and I fulfill myself on my business and professional side, I actually become a much better mom. Yeah. So I was stay-at-home mom. I really found out that, again, it wasn't a good fit for me and everybody knew. I kind of got angry all the time. So yeah. I was like, oh, I liked selling our house when I lived here in the Dallas area. I want to do real estate. It's not that hard. Oh, Anybody yeah. can do it. Yes. So got my license. Um, and the day I passed my exam and got my license, uh, my mom actually sent me a referral. And I got them into contract two days later. So it just kind of started and I went from there. But it did, did you actually say this is easy? There had to be some hard moments. Oh, lots of hard moments. Okay. Lots of okay. crying, lots of venting, lots yeah. of stress. Yeah. Um, I had a typical first year... Um, you know, sold my very first year, uh, 2016, I sold 36 homes mm-hmm. um, between January and October. And when October hit, I did the typical stayed in the transactions too much and yeah. didn't market when I yeah. should have been. Yeah. So I had the typical, uh, you know, downwards file. Mm-hmm. And that was almost a depressing three months for me because sure. I didn't have a transaction. Yeah. So from there, um, I had to kind of start getting things a little bit to, more together. Mm-hmm. So I got a coach and yeah. actually joined the Tom Perry program. Was that in 17? Uh, yeah. That was pretty early. I mean, it, a, a it year into the business. So this is what I learned. Coming off, like you had to have won rookie of the year. I'm not, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm no. not debating that people shouldn't get a coach. I'm just no. saying, you know, someone that sells 36 homes their first year, typically there's some ego there. 
there's some rewards and recognition, like I got this. So I, during that year, I switched brokerages because mm -hmm. I was actually the first person in my brokerage to even cap. And the broker wow. I had at the time, uh, it was, you know, it was a newer brokerage. Yeah. He was like, oh, we're going to change the splits now. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not comfortable <laughs> yeah. with that. Like you can't, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we had an agreement, we had a deal then. Yep. And he didn't, he did not approach it in a good way. Yeah. His first reaction, which I thought was his most accurate reaction was always really bad. Yeah. So I switched brokerages, which actually ended up being the best thing I ever did. Um, the brokerage that I went to aligned with how I was doing my business. Yep. Um, so I switched brokerages. And so there was no awards. There was no work of the year. There wasn't yeah. any of that. Now, yeah. as I've been with my brokerage, I've hit awards that has gotten me a bunch of stuff and got me where I am today. Sure. But there wasn't any of that. So, and honestly, when I saw 36 deals in my mind, I was like, mm. I'm not doing that great. Yeah. Like it's, it's only 36 deals. Yeah. You know, at the time I had uh, invested in Zillow, which doesn't mm -hmm. work for every market, yep. but I picked a very large area encompassing zip code yep. that was not super saturated with agents. Smart. So I picked that. Um, I got uh, like 42% of my first year's deals came from Zillow. Okay. So, and I was only paying like, I think like at the time now it's very different. Right. For course. like 400 bucks a month. I had a lender that I leveraged to pay half of that. <laughs> So, yeah, my ROI was crazy. $200 a month. Yeah. People are paying like $2,400 a contact right yeah, now. Yeah, yes. it's very, very different. A lot has changed. Um, and then, well, and I also got into realtor.com and spent $48 a month. And I, wow. I got like 10 deals from it. And again, I picked certain zip codes that weren't oversaturated. You know, they didn't have a ton of people, but they encompassed a large area. Now, that yeah. meant that I had to drive 30 minutes to go to a showing on a, yep. in a that's a close showing because most yeah. of the time they were a lot further. Yeah. But I, a lot of the clients I have from those times, I still am working with. They still have me come and sell their houses. So. Have you always been that strategic? Oh, yeah. Because that's like most people mm -hmm. are like, no, I want the closest proximity to the area that I'm comfortable with, the area that I know well. Sure. Um, so, and, and there's no argument against that. Like it makes a ton of sense if you can control yep. your local marketplace. But you were like, I'm going to go farther away where there's less penetration, less agents, mm -hmm. but opportunity. Yep. And and it's very specific. So I my my coach always, which I love my coach. I've had him <clears> actually – He's been my only coach, which yeah, with Mark. Yes, Mark Gabler, love yes, my death. Yes. Um, but he he and I have always talked about that nothing that I do is not without a very specific reason. Yes. Now it may it sometimes that they're selfish reasons, but there always is going to be a reason why I do pretty much everything. So yes. for me it was very specific. I was looking for that return on investment. I wasn't looking for something that was just easy for me. Yeah. Um, so I did that. We started with Zillow. Um, and then in 2017, I got pregnant. So, and it was, by the way, it was the best conversation I got to have with my coach to be able to tell him he was so excited. It was the best. Yeah. Um, but I realized that I needed to, I talked to the babysitter that was going to be watching him. And she's like, look, Emily, I can't take him until he's nine months. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have space. And I'm like, oh, and, and to get him, like to get my new one in there, I had to take my old one to pre-K. Yeah. But my older one, sorry, not my old one. Uh, my, older, <laughs> my old kid. My old yes. kid. I had to take my older child to pre-K. So I was right. switching a spot. Yes. But we couldn't do that until nine months. So I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do with a baby, newborn, infant mm -hmm. at home to be able to do deals? Because yeah. I, I would... Again, go back and going back to I will get I get really frustrated and angry and have yeah. resentment when I don't I'm not contributing. Yeah. And so I was like, well, and I worked with my coach and it took us probably like four or five months, but we built up a plan 
that an auto texting program that when expireds would come in, they would immediately day of get an email text message. And then that program would go out for six months. And then once we hit six months, I'd relook at them and set them up on a long-term texting program. So I have people that I've been texting since 2020, actually for since 2017, yeah. just reaching out to them, long-term expireds. And then I morph that into for sale by owners, circle prospecting and everything. Okay. But it's, I got to go back to you. So how did you, um, and it sounds so weird to say it this way, but sure. just you know, how did you solve for, I've got a brand new baby and I've got a growing business. Well, my thought was I can't be on the phone okay. because he's going to be crying in the background. Yeah. And let's be real on my mom and I'm probably going to be best breastfeeding and it's noisy right. and it's all right. I've, yeah. I breastfeed on a lot of calls. It's Life. fine. Um, but we, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to have those conversations and be on the phone. So I was like, I'm going to figure out a way to do the deals that I want to do to make sure that my business doesn't stall. Because in 17, while I was pregnant, I had him in December, I did 76 deals. So I was not going to lose that momentum. I did do less than 18, but. Yeah, I would expect. Yeah, I did 56. Okay. But. Did you, did you eventually say, I need to leverage, I need a showing agent, I, I did. need an assistant? I did. I didn't do an assistant. I'm mm -hmm. too controlling, which I understand is a fault. And now that I actually coach, I yes. understand and yes. I see where leveraging specifically an assistant yeah. actually helps. But at that time, I was like, okay, I can't drive my baby to showings all the time. No. So at that point, what I started to do is there are five agents in my area that we got along Excellent. really well. Yeah. And so we have a air quote team uh -huh. that's not a team. We have a group, yeah. a partnership. Yeah. And so what we, we have, did- It's support. It is. You have a bunch of friends that are all in similar situations and we yep. all get to support each other. Yep. I love that. So uh, three of us are moms mm -hmm. with similar age children. Mm -hmm. One of them is a dad that actually he just he has a two year old now and he had yeah. some older kids. So we were all similar. So at any time, we always know that we can call and do showings. Yeah. And we would help each other out by doing that. And you know what? Yeah, there's a lot of situations where I'm like, hey, look, I've got this lead. You're going to have to show them 10 homes. You just want to split it 50 50. Yeah. And for me, that worked out because I still got to keep that client and I was still primary contact so mm -hmm. that when they went to sell, I was still the person they called. Yeah. But it encourage the people that are working with me to help me through my business. Yes. And it helped them. So I was of course. I was always about helping them and they're about helping me. And it actually worked out really well. So we, I mean, th literally the day I went into the hospital, one of my clients that had been looking for six months called. And so I, hey, Rob, <laughs> listen, I'm in the hospital having a baby. Can you take this? I, it, literally, I was there. I, I have so many, I mean, I have so mm -hmm. many, so many clients that have been in that situation. Mm -hmm. And I just, I've such, I just have such mad respect and appreciation. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy, so I don't like, yeah. I get it only from a different perspective. It's, but when I look at my wife and you and so many other these women mm -hmm. that I work with, like I'm like, oh my goodness, like it's a, it's it a level a of it's a level of resourcefulness that most people just don't understand. It can be. I will say though, uh, my husband does step up. He's I love him, and he's also an extremely good supporter for me. Yeah. So uh, you have no many how many times we're going to dinner, and I'm like, hey, yeah. we got to stop by and show this house real quick. I know it's 45 minutes out of the way. <laughs> yes. You know, Let's and, leave early to dinner. Yeah. Can we leave like two hours early? We've got to go show three houses. Yes. I mean, even on my birthday, I've shown houses on my birthday and sure. I'm like, hey, I'm, I've had some things to drink. You have to drive us now. Yes. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's still like having that support system in right. there with me. Um, so okay, once, so you have this big personality, mm -hmm. but I can tell that you're ruthless. Oh, you have no idea. No, I, I no, mm -hmm. I can tell. Yeah. I, I, I can sense it. Okay, so I want to, I want to. You did fifty six transactions in eighteen. Mm -hmm. What'd you do in nineteen? 
Oh my gosh, I don't know why I remember my older stuff better than my I, sure. newer stuff. 76, 56, 36, a lot of sixes here. I know. 36, it's really 76, weird. 56, 19. 19 was around 75 also because okay. I stated that 20 was a weird year. I still, you know, we had a giant COVID. I still yeah. actually, uh, my my expired program really caught momentum and was mm -hmm. really doing a lot there. Mm -hmm. And I started adding in a lot of videos. So I think I came out with. I was somewhere around – so also that was a really big year because I got to take time off at the end of the year. So right. I still ended up with about 55 transactions. Okay. Um, 21, I did 40, but I specifically only did 40. I didn't take any more. I sent some referrals out, and that was it. I didn't have to do any more after that because I didn't want to. So that's what I want to get to, mm -hmm. right? So, so obviously this rocket ship business, right? And, you know, like nobody's going to argue 36 first year. Oh my goodness. Second year, 76 added, added a couple low cost lead sources. Mm -hmm. Half your business comes from that. Great. Um, and then have a baby, sell a few less houses. Sounds smart. Yep. Next year, back up to 75. Next year, 55, 2020 pandemic hits. It was a little, it was a little wonky in the beginning. And yep. then 21, you do 40. And now, now you're taking on coaching, mm -hmm. right? Helping people along the way. I remember when we were, I don't, I don't remember if it was in Houston Austin. or Austin. I was mm -hmm. doing that little half day event. Mm -hmm. and I was with all of our clients in the morning and then afternoon with guests. And, and I'm going through, I'm like, okay, this is the way I look at the world when it comes to creating video. Mm -hmm. And you were the only person in the room that was like, I do that. I do that. Here's my formula. So, yeah. so let's, let's switch gears and let's talk about video first marketing. Sure. Cause that's where I see you killing it today. Yep. So I do, I, going back to me being a little bit lazy, I like to, if I can do one thing instead of having to spend, you know, I, I mean, literally as I'm, I'm sitting here waiting for mm -hmm. this call, I mm -hmm. did a reel and yeah. created it, put it up, and then I'm going to get out of here and spend five more minutes and get it up to all my platforms. Right. Um, but I really wanted to create a process because I have a very busy life with everything that I do. Mm -hmm. um, my first priority, I know this is funny, but is uh, family and beach time. Mm -hmm. um, and then I go to my investments and then coaching and then or they're kind of the coaching and the mm -hmm. investments of coaching. I'm doing a lot more of. So it's coming in there a second. And then my last thing, my actual last priority is real estate. Yes. Because I have a lot of things on autopilot because of the way that I do it. Um, I've actually with the video, I've been able to cut down on pretty much all other marketing that I do. Mm -hmm. So I've slimmed my expenses to almost nothing. Yes. Because yes. I have been able to just create a platform in which I I get out there, I get in front of people, and I have people when I go to events or when I go places, they come up to me because they recognize me from my workout videos mm -hmm. um, because I literally will do a workout video and then post some information about real estate on top of it, and yeah. they just see me going to the gym yes. every day. Yeah. And so there I get a lot of people that reach out to me. Um, in fact, the last Tom Ferry conference I went to in Nashville – a guy that I've never met, and it I mean, it happens. He's like, mm -hmm. "You're so motivating to me," and like gave me a giant bear hug, and yes. I'm like, "I love this." Yes, you know, yes. and it and it happens. It's great, but it's just so validating to get that when right. you're in a completely other state, right? Doing right. this, right? So, so let's talk about the process, okay. right? I actually wrote down tech tools to be an effective video first marketer. Sure. So, so you know, I remember talking about the process, mm -hmm. but you put it on steroids. So, so walk people through. You know, I, I literally, I listed everything out that you do. So okay. walk, walk us through the process. Like, okay, I want to do video, but I don't know what I should talk about. Mm -hmm. And therefore I won't shoot any videos. What yeah. do you recommend? So I'm going to preface this with, with how I shoot videos and the way I do it. I actually 
yes, I do a lot of the heavily edited and beautiful things yeah. and I hire videographers, but 90% of what I do is literally selfie phone, style videos, yeah. phone Ron holding Real. it. Yeah. I try to even remember my tripod because most of the time I don't. I'm yeah. like leaning against, you know, just crazy random stuff. I did yep. one in the bathroom the other day, not going to the bathroom. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, but I was in the bathroom. My whole team was like, what? Yeah, just wait. We don't want to know this, We've already TMI. Talking breastfeeding. Now she's in the bathroom. Got it. That was actually the first conversation you and I ever had, for the record, was breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I I do very just, you know, off-the-cuff videos. And for me, that showcases my personality. So, yes. And that's important to me. It's part of my brand is my yes. personality. My kids yes. are part of my brand. Yep. Um, and then, you know, everything that I do is part of the brand. goes yep. back to always doing it with a purpose. That's my purpose is to showcase myself. Yep. So the first thing that I do when I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to sit down and film 30, 30 second videos for the month of August. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to get them scheduled out. So I don't have to do any of that. I don't have to mess with it. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do is the first thing I go to is answer the public. Mm -hmm. Great free website. You can ask up to three questions a day. You type it in homes for sale, San Antonio, Texas, or how do I sell my house in San Antonio, Texas, whatever, whatever, you know, question that you want to answer. And it's going to give you this wheel and it gives you a bunch of questions and you have a couple different options of what you can look at. So I usually take those, download those into a list because they'll provide it in a list format, mm -hmm. put it into a Google Doc, clean up the ones I don't want to answer. I usually end up with like 200 questions. So I just cut it off and try to give some variation of what my questions are. And I mean, I've answered questions like, how do you sell a house that smells like cat pee? Yes. It I saw that on your YouTube channel. Yes. That was good. Yeah. But the, okay, but I want to back up first. So the, mm -hmm. the, Answer the public, so it aggregates consumer data, yep. consumer questions. So you type in some something, San Antonio real estate, mm -hmm. you know, for sale or something mm -hmm. like that, and it will basically sweep the internet yep. and tell you the questions that people are asking mm -hmm. on online forums and others. Yeah, so it's a that's much, pretty insane. It's a much faster way than you know when you uh, <clears throat> type something into Google and then it provides all those additional yeah. questions. Instead of having for you to go through and having to yes. copy all that uh -huh. again, goes back to lazy. Instead uh -huh. of having to do all that, you just go to a website that does it all for you. Yes. And again, it's free as long as you're not doing more than three questions. Yes. So figure out your three topics you want to answer mm -hmm. first, and then wait till the next day. So how do you come up with topics? Honestly, um, when I when I'm coaching people and they have mm -hmm. questions. So thank you very much, all my coaching clients. Yes. When they have questions, yep. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And I write it down because I'm yeah. taking notes for them yep. and I write it down. And then yep. I sometimes do reels. So if you see a reel of something you talked about, thank you very much. Yes. Um, and then a lot of times it's it's just experiences I've had, homes I've sold, mm -hmm. things that I do. I mean, the cat pee one, literally, I had a house that I had to sell with cat pee. So it was kind of important that people have to see this. Yes. You know, so it's really just from my everyday life. Yes. And sometimes, you know, I, I did series of questions about um, getting your house ready to sell, you know, outside yard maintenance, different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I literally just go for my experience in my daily life and then answer those questions. Love it. So Love it. it's it's helpful in that manner. So after I go to answer the public, I go to a website. Now this one is paid. Yeah. Um, first was known as conversion.ai, then went to Jarvis, Jarvis but now, now it's Jasper. Jasper. Yes. yes. So we're going to clarify that yes. in case you've heard it in any other way. Yes. But uh, so Jasper is amazing. I yeah. love it. It has been such a lifesaver. Um, it will help you with writing content 
period. It just mm-hmm. in general, all yep. all types of content. Um, so just to be clear, like I am such a fan of this. And like, let me just nerd out for a second. You can go in there and, and hit a box called uh, listing descriptions. Mm-hmm. Type all in five or six different things that are special or unique about the house. Mm-hmm. Hit one button and it'll write one, three or five yep. different descriptions. You copy the one you like, maybe do a little edit, paste and you're done. Yep. But the one that I was obsessed on is video scripts. Yep. And I'm assuming that's where you're, yep. you're going from... Answer the public. To, to, okay, yep. so keep going. And so I go, sometimes I'll do a video outline. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll do the script. Yep. And then I also take that and I'll, it'll do a YouTube video title for me. Mm-hmm. And then I take that video title and it'll write the YouTube description. And yes. you can write an Instagram post. You can write a Facebook post. And if let's say you've typed something, you're like, I just, I need help with it. Yep. You can take it and put it in there and it'll rework it for you. Yep. So there are... It's endless. Did you see the one where they now, uh, they added this, this was early, where they said, if you got a bad review, you take the bad review off any site, you put it into jasper.ai, and it rewrites the answer of how you should respond to them. Ooh, no. I have not I done mean, that a, one. You know, it'd be nice if you didn't get bad reviews, but there's, yeah. there's knuckleheads out there. So if you got a bad review, you take that, Google, yeah. Zillow, wherever, and you put it into Jasper, and it rewrites a beautiful response Perfect. to okay, that review, and then you post it. That's good to know. I do have yeah. one that I needed to respond to. There so I'm gonna, I, have, I haven't looked at that because yeah. I stick to primarily the, yeah. the other ones, but I haven't. Yeah. I, 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 even when I sold my Ford F-150, Fifty. I was like, I don't know how to describe a Ford F one fifty. Right, Jasper. Ford F one fifty. This is my. These are the. These are yeah. the. You know, I was, this many miles. These are the features yeah, of the yeah. truck. And Bang. literally, it came up with it, and I was like, That sounds yeah. great. Somebody, I, somebody from Ford called you and said, Could you write for us? I that know. Was, could that you do really that? Be like, Yeah. If you pay me, I will do it all day. <laughs> so answer the public to know what's on the minds of consumers. Yep. Jasper to write it beautifully because you're lazy. I yes. don't think you should say you're lazy. I think you should say you're ridiculously effective. Well, Just my saying. coach argues with me on that all the time. I yeah. like the word lazy a yeah. little bit. You go with it. Yeah. I so, take naps a lot. So so once you have the, the script, what do you do? So uh, it depends. It depends on what I'm going to do with it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll take the script and I'll go into vocal video. Mm-hmm. Vocal video is great for me because it creates a little bit longer form video and you can do them up to five minutes. Mm-hmm. It creates longer form video, but it'll ask you questions. You, cr- you create your own questions so you can take your video outline and put yep. it in there in the form of questions. Yep. And then you'll go through and it records you and you can do it from your phone or a computer and it just records you answering those questions and then it stitches it together for yep. you, adds captions, you add yep. logos. It's a super easy way to get a professional looking video edited mm-hmm. stuff. I do market updates on there because they're super easy to do that day. Yep. I have the questions I answer every single time. Um, I'll do video home tours with it because oh, I do smart. it. Well, I'm just like, hey, this is Emily Terrell. You know, let's check out this address, one, two, three, Banana Street. Uh, but, you know, and I can turn it around. Like, it'll go to the next question. you guys question. all notice she immediately went like this? Like, she just went right into oh, yeah, shooting the video? <laughs> yes. uh, I do that. Yes. Um, but then I turn it around. I'll film the video mm-hmm. of the different house, which yep. that one, I had to get a gimbal because I was like crazy shot like that. But- um, I'll film that, then it stitches it together all nice and pretty, put some music on it, I film the outro, and I'm done. Yeah. Like that is the entire thing. And yes, I can go get really pretty, you know, completely done videos. But again, my my entire not goal, but the way I shoot videos is really raw. And yeah. it's more of just my strategy for shooting yeah. videos. Love it. So I'll take that, I'll put it in there. Or depending on the question, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just do a 30 second response or 30 seconds or less and the reason it's strategic to do 30 seconds which you have to practice on yes because 30 seconds is not a long time yeah so you have to practice on it for the my first like 20 videos were like 32 seconds and and it makes a difference Mm -hmm. um because i'll take that video and i'll either i'll start it usually on an instagram reel 
Then once I put it up, and I do use Canva to create a thumbnail on my Instagram Reels, and yep. I keep Me literally too. the exact same thumbnail every single time, just yep. change the words in my picture. Yep. Um, take that down. I'll scrub the um, watermark off of it, and then I'll put it in TikTok, and I'll put it in my other. I have a secondary Instagram account that I use mm-hmm. for more mom stuff. Yep. Um, I'll put it on Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts, LinkedIn, Google My Business, as well, and I'll put them in all those places. Now, when I do it, I always do new audio for every single clip. Talk about that. So, what this I this is really awesome. This is a really this is great content here. Well, so if I'm talking in the clip, <clears throat> then obviously <throat> I can't do new no. stuff. But if it's just if I use the same questions and outlines and everything mm-hmm. to do just text on there mm-hmm. with music, I use trending audio. And mm-hmm. the reason, at least I found that I do new audio, is because if I take it. And I take and I download it from Instagram and I put it in TikTok. It puts it in its Emily Terrell original audio. Yeah. But I don't want that. No. Because Emily Terrell original audio is not trend. It's not trending. So I go and tag the original audio. Mm -hmm. What so that I get that tag in there and that I can my videos are going to be a little bit better because of that. So even if you take the music as I'll do sometimes, then you just turn the volume all the way Mm -hmm. down to nothing. And then, but you're still playing to the algorithm of TikTok, right? Yep. Brilliant. Yeah. So I. I do that, and I have mm-hmm. I have all that audio on there, and I try to tag it. Um, sometimes going over to Facebook, it doesn't work as much. Mm-hmm. But Facebook, um, what I found is that sometimes I add in like just random videos of filters, and mm-hmm. you know, just different stuff like that, yeah. trying to be real estate related, but with filters. Yeah. And for some reason, those just go, yeah. they go crazy. Yeah. Like Love you'll it. get a hundred and twenty thousand views, and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm doing a thing about yellow teeth, but sure. <laughs> About a house with cat piece. Yeah, smells. it's got yes, cat pee. Yes. Does the, can you see the cat pee? Yes. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you got to do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I want to be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So, so answer the public to know what's on mm-hmm. the minds of customers yep. so you don't have to think too much. Yep. Jasper to write it yep. so you don't have to take the time to write it all out. Then you decide, hey, is this this kind of video or that kind of video? Yep. If it's going to be a little more complex video, you go to vocal video because mm-hmm. it'll stitch it all together, add the music, clean add the text, clean mm-hmm. it all up. Or you just go straight to camera, cell phone, upload it to Insta, TikTok, Twitter, yep. everywhere, right? All that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so... Which one do you find to be the most effective right now? Whether it's Facebook Reels, Google My Business, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Reels. Which one gets you business? All of them in different forms. So so I also always try to do three to five stories a day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, this morning I'm on the plane and I yeah. took a picture of myself with my feet and I'm like, you know, real estate travel or I or said, uh, no, I said, have booty bands will travel. Yes. Because I do a lot of workout stuff. Yes. I post workout stuff constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I posted that this morning and then I'll post something a little late, you know, and I'll post all yeah. these. So uh, stories actually do really well for me because I also, oh yeah, I forgot. I take my reels and I post them onto my stories too. Yes. I push them there. Yes. Which is super easy. But so... It kind of just depends. I mean, sometimes my mom stuff, because I put a little bit of real estate in there, yep. they're like, oh, we love you. Sell our house. Yes. And then yes. sometimes I'll put a Facebook reel mm-hmm. and I'll get 
uh, two listing appointments on a reel. They got 400 views because yeah. they, they're not always 120,000. Sometimes right. they're 400. Right. But it just really depends because I have different audiences on each different platform. So I get business, different business from each one. Strategically, do you think it's important that the agent listening to this, like I think of like uh, Kirsten Jordan, who also mm -hmm. like maybe you listen to her podcast, like she's got this. She's like, hey, I'm like a super mom and I sell a ton of houses and I'm building this thing and I got a TV show. Like, like I am like all about optimizing every part of my life. Mm -hmm. And then she wants to empower other women like you, right? As yep. you're doing for others, like you can do it all, right? Like forget all the old limitations. Like, let's go. Yep. Inside of that, do you think for the person listening right now that maybe is a mom or doesn't have kids or is a guy and doesn't have mm -hmm. kids, like should they have these passion project platform, you know, like Instagram pages as well as their real estate page? So I found that's extremely effective. So and the reason I did this and I'll, I'll kind of give you a little bit of backstory. Yeah. One time, actually, right as I was, my son this, the second one, mm -hmm. uh, was going to go back, was going to go to daycare and I had him home with me. Mm -hmm. I was kind of struggling a little bit with mom guilt. Yeah. And it was actually at Summit. And that was in August. And I, he was going back to daycare like literally two weeks later. So I was like freaking out. And I got up and I actually got to ask the last question. And it was, how do I get over the, I know what to do, but yeah. how do I get over the mom guilt? And yeah. your advice to me, which has actually shaped the way I have built everything going forward, was just take your damn kids. Include them. Don't leave I don't them think out. I said damn kids. Did I? Maybe. No. In my mind, it's yeah, damn yeah, kids. Yeah. It probably isn't, yeah. but you probably said include yeah. your children. Right. And then, you know, you gave yes. a great story about how you included your children with the right. vision board. But right. for me, that and was taking very- taking them with me on the road yeah. and having them, yep. you know, be a part of the experience when they were yep. like four and six. Yes. Right? So that was yeah. really powerful for me yeah. because I was- it. It's not that it gave me permission, but it also gave me a different perspective of just take your kids. Like, right. And so for me, that's actually been a huge passion of helping other, like especially my coaching clients, You know, if they have kids, if they mm -hmm. don't have kids, whatever they're right. passionate right. about, just include it. Include right. it in your business. Right. Include, you know, for me, working out. I just got super into working out a lot. Um, and so that is I would say 70% of my videos and stories are videos of me working out in yeah. the gym doing a different, you know, something. seven second yeah. clip yeah. of me doing something and then it'll have real estate text on it. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just a, a selfie of me in the gym as my story and getting that recognition of including that as part of my life, but then also including my children. I do a mm -hmm. lot of uh, videos and stuff to incorporate my children into my business. And for me at the end of the day, if, Somebody doesn't want to work with me because they don't like my children. I'm so sorry. You know, good luck to you, but you're yes. not you're not my vibe. You're not yeah. my tribe. I, yeah. you know, and it's I'm not rude about it, and I don't. Well, I kind of do shove my kids down everybody's throat, but uh. <laughs> I don't. You know, I'm not I'm not upset about it, yeah. and it's okay. I'll yes. find you a great agent that'll take care of you right. that is not as involved with their children. Right. Right. And for me, that's super passionate. So back to your question, yes, if somebody has a passion, mm -hmm. you can definitely include it. Yep. As long as people also understand that you're a real estate agent. That's the key. That's it, But you can't do it. Every, well, I, I say, I, I don't ever want to say you can't do it every time because I know some people that absolutely do it every mm -hmm. time. But most of them, it's like subtle. It's like, I have a Visla dog and we're at the, I don't personally think about yep. my brother, Patrick. He's like, I got the Visla dog and we're at the beach and he's with his kids and mm -hmm. photos of him surfing. But then like two posts later, it's like, here's this new listing we're yep. launching. And like people connect the dots. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So, so what do you think? I, I actually just coached a client on this yeah. literally a week ago. Mm -hmm. um, her I went to her Facebook page. She's a newer client for mine. Yeah. And I went to her Facebook page and I'm like, okay. Actually, I have two clients. And I'm like, I can't tell you're a real estate agent. Yeah. 
for like 10 that's, posts. That's bad. And so I went to them and I, and for both of them, I gave them the same advice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you know, this is some of our early calls, but I want to check your Facebook mm-hmm. page before mm-hmm. I come on the call next week. And I want to be able to tell your real estate agent. Yes. I want to be able to do that. Now, that's great. Like one of them, he is super into basketball. Yeah. Like, su- and that's great. Yes. Incorporate that. Right. You know, shooting hoops and selling houses. Right. I don't care. Yeah. But incorporate that yes. into the fact that you're selling real estate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't all have to be real estate con- content yeah. constantly, but yeah, it's incorporate nothing but that. listings or sales. No that one wants nobody to that yeah, stuff. Nobody yeah. wants to see it, but they yeah. do want to hear about it. Yes. So same thing with like coaching. I've started mm-hmm. incorporating a lot yep. more coaching information yep. and stuff like that. And people really know that I'm a real estate coach. I right. get questions about yeah. it all the time yep. because I incorporate it kind of on a cadence of every other time. Yep. And it's not all the time, but it's enough where people really know. Yes. So same thing. She's a mom. Mm-hmm. She's a wife. She works out. She's got no, great my kids. poor husband. He does not get mentioned yeah. a lot. Oh. <laughs> I love him. He knows I love him, but he's like, ugh, I don't want to be on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. My wife's like, just keep doing photos of Nana. Yeah. Right? Like my mother-in-law. Yes. Like, just put Nana on there. She loves it. Okay. So so let's switch gears. Mm-hmm. So we talked about, you know, this whole video strategy mm-hmm. and, and I love like just each of those tech tools because I'm a fan of all of them. Um, where else does your business come from and how do you generate it? So I have a couple different things. Um, when it comes to strictly to real estate, mm-hmm. because I do investing as well. Yep. Um, gonna, that's my last yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Um, so with when it comes to real estate, I have over time, I've built a, a relationship with investors. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. When I say I built a relationship with investors, um, some of my investors, they're like, oh, Emily, here's the address. Sell the house. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, here's here's their offer. He's like, do you do you like it? Okay, great. Yeah, it's fine. Just send it to me to sign. Yeah. I'm like, here are the repairs. Do they look reasonable? Yeah, you could probably counter on that one. Perfect, do it, yeah. or counter on that an amount. Get, I already know, you know, I know what they're going to ask for and stuff. So I don't really have to ask them. But you earned this. Because someone did. listening is like, whoa, that's I have an investor in there, like meticulous and all nope. over. Okay, you've, they you've started, earned. Yeah, they started, they started being meticulous. Way. Yeah, but I learned what they liked, what they didn't like, right. And we built to that. Right. Now I will tell you this: I don't sit there and I don't write offers for them constantly, trying mm-hmm. to lowball the MLS and blah blah blah. And I don't search for them for the list for deals to buy. I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. They come to me when it's done. Now, granted, yes, I do. And I will be honest, I give them a discount because they list 15 homes with me this year. Right. I'm going to give them a discount. They have earned that for yep. me just yep. as I've earned their loyalty to me. Yep. So, but I don't, I am very particular about the investors that I work with. San Antonio has a large amount of them. I pride mm-hmm. myself in my investments that I do, so I make sure that I choose investors to work. And I have fired many of investors yeah. because they didn't align with my values. Now, yeah. granted, I'm in a place in my business where I can do that. Not everybody might be, but it is something that you should strive for of being able to choose the people that you work with. Yes. Um, so, you know, I do a lot of investments. I... Up until right now in our crazy market, I had a large amount of expired listings, mm-hmm. um, which I still have levied that into uh, circle prospecting. Mm-hmm. I do an extremely small amount of buyers. Um, and I say that because I don't advertise or focus on buyers. However, when they're referrals or they're, um, you know, for, I mean, I, I, just, I actually just got two. Some of my tenants from my rentals wanted to buy, and they wanted to buy with only me. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, with those, I even leverage other agents to help me show those houses. So I don't show the houses very much anymore. Um, but I write the contracts. I take, care, take of care of it. You take care of the client. Yes, the I take care of the client. Higher level details. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, and then I do a lot of video-related uh, listings mm-hmm. as well. And then that's kind of my entire pipeline because, again, I'm trying to stick to 30. Yeah. Don't want more. Don't want less. Yeah. 
this year, 30 transactions. Nope, ever. Isn't that great? Like, how many times you talk to people, they're like, you know, and, and look, I mean, we're in the business mm-hmm. as coaches. Like, okay, we want to help you achieve what you want. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And I always loved it when someone would say, okay, I'm selling 60 homes a year, but I think like 50 is the optimal number for me. Maybe even 45, if I can raise my sales price and engineer enough yep. higher commission, yep. then like, I'm good. Like, that's enough for me. And I'm like, God bless you. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like that's, it, they didn't want the mega team, right? Yep. Like, okay, cool. I'm not against a mega team at all. No, in no, any no, no, way. Course. I mean, I love it. I coach to mega team. That is great. Right. It's but it's knowing yep. yourself. Oh yeah, 100. Right. Because and, and someone right now is listening, going, "Oh, yeah. cool. I just want to do like 27 deals yeah. a year." Well, you don't great, have to. That's great. The, that's the big thing. Yeah. I built my business and my life yeah. exactly how I wanted it to be. Yeah. And this is the life that I want. Yep. And this is what I'm going to do. I don't give in to the pressure of. Oh my God, I have to do, you know, back to 75, 100 transactions. Yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't have to do that. Yeah. I do my transactions. Yeah. Yes. I do them my way and that's it. And if right. people don't want to work with me because of that, that is, Fine. I, I don't take, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the old line? There's more nuts than there are squirrels to eat them. Yeah. So, yeah. right. Just find, find more nuts. Yeah. Okay. So, so investors, expires, a little circle prospecting, obviously your database and then mm-hmm. you know, database yep. is probably past sphere, clients, right? Yep. Past sphere, clients. Yep. All that. Mm-hmm. Um, Video. Instagram, social, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, again, that is going to be a little bit more of kind of work. I mean, I do a whole process and everything like that. And keep in mind, this whole process of video first takes me maybe 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Because it's. Well, because one day you'll shoot the 30 videos. How long does it take you to shoot, to typically shoot 30 videos? About 20 minutes. In a day? Yeah, no. I don't have my phone, but I'm just like because they're 30 second videos. Yeah, just that doesn't ma- that doesn't yeah. add up. It's got to be no. more than that. Hey, it's Emily Terrell with August Answers. So let's talk about how you uh, sell a house with cat pee. So the big thing is, is it's actually kind of a big deal. Most people don't like cat pee, so focus on first. Don't steam clean your carpets because it actually brings the cat pee up. Let's talk to a professional carpet cleaning company to see if there's something they can do. And worst case scenario, we're going to go ahead and remove those carpets so that we can get rid of that smell. If you have any questions, please let me know. Thanks. Okay, so you can probably do a lot of those really fast. I can. <laughs> can you tell I do a lot? I was like, that is efficient. That isn't. There's nothing about that that's lazy. That is efficient. No, I, I, you know, I. That was kind of similar to how my, I think it was how my video went. I don't remember. Um, But it's just, it's random and that's it. I answered it and then I'm like, okay, done. And then I go to the next one and I change shirts periodically. So I don't like I have the same. Yeah, exactly. The same shirt over and over again. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's go back to, we started this show by saying the dream is to sell enough so you can buy enough real estate, Mm -hmm. so you can build a big enough net worth, so you can do whatever the beep you want. Yep. So when did you start investing in real estate? Hmm. So uh, my first investment property was in 2018. It was actually a shit show. Mm-hmm. That's like, I can't bleep that out. It was yeah. horrific. Yeah. I bought what should have been the greatest investment property in the world. I bought three acres yes. and a house yes. for $27,000. What? I needed needed what? about, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We put about 20 grand into it. But there's a reason why it was 27000 Nope, nope. That wasn't the reason. Okay. Not, not why it was a shit show. Okay. Well, there was technically a reason. So it is a manufactured home. It's San Antonio. We have them. Yeah. I'm not afraid of them. It's fine. Yeah. Um, they're actually, in my opinion, easier to fix. Um, but technically, I didn't own the home because the guy's wife had died and the mortgage was in her name. And doesn't oh. I tried for three months to get it yeah. into his name yeah. so I could buy the whole thing. They didn't. I said, that's fine. Come get the trailer. They never came and got the trailer. Okay. So I waited and they were like, and I talked to somebody and they're like, look, we're not going to come and get it. And I was like, okay. And there's a bunch of back taxes. And I went to the county. I'm like, can you come and get it? And the, the attorney for the county was like, I'm not coming to get it. You're fine. And I was like, 
well then. So I fixed it up. My put my actually owner financed it with the three acres for the first people. Mm-hmm. They paid the down payment, half of one payment. And then they called me and said, hey, we actually have to file for bankruptcy because we don't have any money. Uh, we don't want to screw you over. Can What can we do to get it back into your name? And I was like, I'll take care of the paperwork. Thanks. And I gave them a month to move out and they moved out and it was clean. And I was like, great. Yeah. So that was the, that was the first. Set. That was your first yeah. investment. So yeah. you learned a lot. You got punched in the face a bunch. Oh, no, it gets better. Okay. So then I get some tenants in there, right? Yeah. They were seemed great. They paid for like four months. Everything was fine. They took care of stuff. They looked at stuff. And then they were like, hey, my dad died. Can we be a few days late on the rent? And I'm like, you know what? I'm compassionate. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nine months later, I'm still waiting on that rent. That was my first rent too. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do nothing about it. Like, oh. I was in California. You could do nothing about it. You're like, hey, is there any? No. Oh, oh okay. And it was mid-COVID. Mid-COVID. Oh. So I really yes. couldn't do anything. I'm like, oh, my yes. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So luckily, again, didn't pay a lot for it. So it wasn't killing me to have this. Right. So when I finally get in there, they had destroyed it. Of course. Of, like stole all the lights, done all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. so three weeks later and about $10,000 more, yeah. I got it fixed back up. Got my third set of tenants in there. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is all like in a year, right? Yeah. Got my third set of tenants in there. Great for the first couple of months. And I did background checks out of PI, everything. Mm-hmm. Then they stopped paying. Yeah. So luckily them, though, I got them out really quickly Yeah. because I was like, look, I know there's damage to this property. If you don't get out, I'm I'm going to yeah. go le- after you, you because the they had yeah, yeah. they had opened up uh, being able to kick them out or uh, to, you know, evict them. So mm-hmm. I, I knew all this. I could get them out. So they were they actually they were like, OK, we'll be out in two weeks. So I'm like, great. And they left a bunch of furniture. That was fine. So on that one. At, during that time, I had taken, because again, it was three acres, I had actually cut the back acre off. Smart. Put a new manufactured home on there, sold it, made like 80 grand, and was done. Yeah. Um, so this one, I was like, you know what, husband? This is a lot of bad juju for us yeah. with this house. Yeah. We need to be done. So yeah. we sold it for like 150000 Yeah. Um, some ladies came in and plus bought the, it cash. Plus the 80. Plus the 80 the I made in the back. Not bad for 27000 Not 10000 repairs. And and 20, and yeah, it was a 20 and, and a 10. Months yeah. and months and months and months, right? So yeah. I didn't think so. I thought I did good. Yeah. Uh, but since then, so that was our first. Yeah. Now, we did a couple of other deals in there where I would do flips. Mm-hmm. I would buy really nasty properties, take mm-hmm. them. Sometimes I'd split them in half, sometimes I'd leave them as whole, but I would usually cut them in half, put uh, nasty trailers, take them off the nasty trailers and put new ones on there, mm-hmm. and then I would uh, sell it. Yes. Um, we did really well, so we had some partners reach out to us, and they're like, we really want to do this. And I said, well, I don't, we don't need you. Yeah. And I was real. I, we didn't yeah. need them. Yeah. And they go, we have money. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, can, yeah give us some money. You take a lower split and you give us money. Yeah. So we have just, and it was more of just seed money, just sure. sitting there. We don't sure. actually really use it, yeah. um, but it's there. And I'm like, cool. And then I also have a deal with them. They have to have X amount of money so that in the event I need to buy something cash right away, yes. they have that available. Like an open line of credit mm-hmm. for you to go, yeah. Yep, yeah. And they, and they do have that and it works great for us. Yeah. They get there actually. And right now we've changed our, so that was in the beginning when we were doing flips. Mm-hmm. We have actually changed our strategy and we don't take any income from any of our rentals right now. It all goes directly back into the business. Mm-hmm. They don't need it. My husband and I don't need it. So it goes back into it. And we're going to stick like that for the next five to 10 years until we really are like, okay, now we'll take it. So we don't have to work anymore. Right. So that's so kind of our a plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, a plan. yeah. So how many properties do you own now? So last year we bought six. Okay. 
Um, this year, our goal is to get up to 15. Now, of those 15 that we're going to own this year, mm-hmm. we want to own three of them outright. Okay. Uh, our goal is to always have 20, 25% of them to be owned outright because yep. then it opens up our buying power even right. more and it right. gets us more income coming in, which then, you know, the whole snowball of paying them all off type thing. So what's the, what's like the average sales price of properties you're buying right now? Oh, well, it's kind of going up. Um, probably like 200 to 250. Okay. It depends. I also buy weird stuff. Um, so like I'll buy, you know, again, I'll buy like one acre that has enough room to put a second house on it. And I put a second house yeah. and then I cash flow both of them. Yes. And so, and and I do that because as soon as I buy it, I clean up the front one just a little bit and then just continue on. And I have income coming in from it and then put the second one on and I'm good. Yeah. So I like to do that a lot. We also do, we do some flips still because I mm-hmm. look at every property when I find it and I'm like, okay, flip scenario or rental scenario works here, doesn't work here, mm-hmm. or vice versa, mm-hmm. whichever one works best, or it works here until we get tired of it, and then we'll sell it. So it just depends on the scenario that I'm looking at. But the biggest thing I've learned, and this is what I try to explain to everybody, yeah, don't get excited. Yeah. Don't go outside your box. It's a math equation. Yes. If you have to make <laughs> yeah. it work, yeah. it won't work. Yeah. Hence it's, the three acres for 27,000. When it's correct. too good to be true... Yeah, well, that one actually ended up working yeah, out really actually, well, yeah, yeah. but yes. I had some bad luck with tenants on that one. Yeah. But it's it's still, you know, it's still, I have a box, I have a specific set of criteria, and I yep. get people that send me deals all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. like, nope, nope, yes, no, maybe, okay, let, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm able to look at them and do a quick check yeah. on it in about three minutes and tell them yes or no. How much of this came from working with investors and, and understanding their buy box and seeing how they operated and how, how it was very unemotional for them. Not really. Not a lot. Because, so I grew up, my dad uh, was a custom home builder mm-hmm. since before I was born. Okay. So the construction side of it, I knew it. Yeah. And then literally when we went to go buy our first one, I was like, husband, look what we could do and look what we could rent it for. And he was actually extremely skeptical. Very, yeah. very, very skeptical. Yeah. But I was like, but look, we could do this. And so he's like, you know what, Emily? love you, trust you, just do it. And yeah. so now people ask him questions about investing and he's like, I don't know. Talk yeah. to my wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, don't I like that, that he calls you, Emily, you referred to him as husband. Yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> Actor thing. like that, right? Sometimes, well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, I call him husband to other people. It's the weirdest thing. Yes. Um, but it's, I mean, he, he was kind of skeptical. And then the friends of ours that wanted to get in, the husband wanted to get in. But the wife was like, I don't know. And yeah. so he had to convince her, which I was like, hey, guys, if you want to come in, great. If you yeah. don't. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually, I will tell you, it is nice because I bounce it off of him, too. Sure. If I'm kind of like sure. uh, on a deal, I'm like, hey, what do you think about these numbers? And he's like, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. So, you know, and we get to do that. But not not a ton from working with him. But that's probably because I didn't ask. Sure. I did take sure. that back. I learned a lot of stuff not to do. I was just going to say, exactly. Like it's success leaves clues, right? It's yes. cliche, but when you're working with an investor yep. and you're, and they're like, okay, buy this, buy this, don't buy this, buy this. like, well, why aren't we buying that? Yeah. Why are we buying this? Is it just cap rate? Is it rent? Is it, you know, is yes. it path of progress? Like what, what's your strategy, For right? Me, and you learn all that. I would also look at their listings and I'm like, I would never have a listing like that. I would never have a rental yeah. like that. Yeah. That is horrific. I would rather spend an extra thousand dollars and get this a better mm-hmm. quality because yep. I always look at every single one of my rentals and I or flips and I'm like, if I'm not willing to live in it, I'm not going to have it as a rental. It yeah. needs to be better. Yeah. Because I almost had to move into one one time because my house flooded. So I 
yeah, during like back in November. Right. Like, oh, it's a lot. Sn- Snowmageddon. No, not during that. My water heater broke and flooded oh. my whole house. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to redecorate again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's, as we synthesize all this, like mm-hmm. my brain's going like 16 different directions at yeah. once. So you're killing on the real estate business. You're now investing. You're coaching. Mm-hmm. Your video strategy is bananas. You said circle dialing. We didn't cover it. Oh, yeah. But, well, but that sounds like it takes time. Circle prospecting. Circle prospecting. Not dialing. Yeah. What There's does that a difference. Mean? Tell me. So, um, a lot of times, what I'll do is when I have a listing coming up, going, mm-hmm. it's it's a really good strategy in my opinion right now because, as you as most people know or they don't know, when one person sells in a neighborhood, usually two to three are going to sell on yep. that street and that neighborhood right there. Yep. It, it happens. So I want to be in front of that. Yes. So instead of me, I don't. And it works amazing for people. I'm not a big farmer. I'm not a big geo farmer. I just, it, my personality doesn't work that way of the super long wait. I'm more of a quick, you know, quick film, quick video, something like that. So what I do is I will uh, get their information. Now, for me, I'm going to preface this with this lead source works for me. Yes. I use my plus leads. Yes. They work well in my market. Mm-hmm. Does not work well in everybody's market. Sure. So sure. Anybody that wants to do it, find the program that works for you. There's a ton of them. Right. So I use my plus leads. Circle. I get the neighborhood information, and then what I'll do is I'll send them a few uh, very specific text messages. Um, and a lot of them are set up in. I have so for example, I have Line Desk. And again, keep in mind it doesn't matter on this part matter, of the tools yeah, I'm using. Like, it's yeah. the point that Boomtown, you're reaching out to chime, them, any right, of it. All the above. Yes. Yep. Um, people a lot of times they get hung up on what I use, and yeah. it's not about what I use. It's the fact that I'm reaching out to them on a consistent Bingo. basis. So, you know, it's coming soon, which mm-hmm. you have to be really quick mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can even use slide text, slide right. broadcast. All of that stuff can be used to do this same thing. Um, but I'll reach out to them. I'll let them know, hey, I've got this listing coming up. And then I do actually send a postcard. Um, another coach, actually my coach sent it from him, and now that person has actually become a coach came up with this awesome postcard that's a HomeBot postcard. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, I love the postcard because then people can go and I can see them register with HomeBot for me. What's the postcard say? Um, if you don't really want to talk to me, here's a robot you can talk to to get yeah. your home value. Yeah. And then it's got the QR code and then you click it and it goes takes you to uh, HomeBot and they register. And then, right. and then, of course, I see all their information, exactly. but it's still exactly. there. Um, you know, So I'll send that out. I'll send a link to my home bot as well, because again, I want them to register um, or sometimes Boomtown. I'll send them to different places depending on when it is. Video text messages are also really big for me. If you didn't guess, I send out. Now that one's a 20 second video text message. So it gets even shorter. Yes. Um, So you got to say a lot in 20 seconds. Um, But then I'll go through and then I'll start hitting them up with my listing strategy, just long term Mm -hmm. stuff. That one I don't, once we get past the listing and it's sold and we're done, I do a much like there's a lot more space in between the times I reach out to them because I don't want to hit them with a text yeah. every three days no, when we're done because they're going to be like, who is this person? Why am I here? Yeah. And they're going to be screaming at me, which yeah. does happen. I mean, I get some cuss word text messages back all the time. It's yeah. fine. Just yeah. I don't get offended. They're not mad at you. They're just mad. Yeah, they're just mad. Yeah. So anyway, so I get that and I use them on a long-term basis to reach out to people Good. Um, so that they always are aware that I'm there and then they can still associate the fact that I sold that house. And I always try to get my sign out there so they can put two Connect and two together. Right. Sometimes so, it doesn't happen, though. There's not enough time. So what's the cost for you to hit 500 homes or 1,000 homes with this strategy? Uh, Lion Desk is like 500 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. And I can hit as many homes as I want to. And my plus leads $88 a month. 
and I can pull as many lists as I want to. Mm-hmm. And then and then let's say I pick a neighborhood, I use, you know, another program that's with our MLS to pull specific people in mm-hmm. like larger areas. Yeah. I can then take that information. So like pre foreclosures, right. I can feed it back to my plus leads. And I think for like five cents a name is something it's really low. They'll provide me with the contact yep. information that I can put that Cell into. Cell phone, email, everything, mm-hmm. bang. Yep. And yeah. I send them to uh, video links that I put on YouTube, yeah. just answering questions yeah. about don't, foreclosure. Don't do email. That's spamming. Yeah. Just yeah. a reminder, don't do email, but text it. Yes. yes. Yeah. I text. And again, it's all like, you know, according to the thing, I pull out right. the do not disturb, exactly. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't, that that's a whole thing for me. So I don't want it to get in trouble for doing it. And then, right. you know. Right. So, um, but I mean, I'm really unlimited. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually. Super, super low cost, but highly effective. And yeah. it's kind of set it and forget it, which I like. Oh, it's 100%. Um, actually, so greatest story mm-hmm. with my expired program. I uh, was driving home from the beach and I got pulled over by a cop. And the guy walks up and he looks at my license. He goes, you're Emily Terrell. Yeah. Yeah. You have and he goes, <laughs> and I was like, yes, sir. And he goes, yeah. I'm getting your video messages. And oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's so great. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, do you need to sell your house still? No, no, I already sold it. Oh, oh, okay. I'm so sorry. Like, cause it just didn't catch yeah. up and didn't. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. If you don't want to get my text messages anymore, just reply back with anything. Because yeah. that's the greatest thing is once yeah. they reply, because yeah. they're only going to reply one of two things. Right. Either, yeah, yes. they want to talk to you or no. And yeah. either way, you don't want them to keep getting them. Yeah. And I was like, just reply with anything and it'll stop. It won't yeah. reach out to you anymore. Yeah. And, you know, you won't be bothered by it. And he was like, oh, OK. So I got a warning, which yeah. was great. I was yeah. so excited because no I was doing like 80 and a 60. So I was, <laughs> I was speeding a lot. And uh, he never he never responded. That's great. I, so he got my text messages until they ran out. So he's getting my video messages still. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. We covered a lot of ground really fast. Yes. All right. And this is, by the way, this is the third time we finally we finally got on the show. Nine months. Right? Like we just kept like missing and missing. Mm-hmm. So probably when I say that, it's probably more me <laughs> like scheduling. You're like, yeah, it was you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yes. let's be honest. Yes. We'll be nice. Yes, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Um, if somebody wants to follow you, what's the best place for them to follow you today? Um, so you can do uh, my Instagram. Uh-huh. Just look up Emily Terrell. If there's one of two options, there's yeah. Emily Terrell underscore EXP. That's more real estate related yeah. or Emily Terrell underscore SATX. Yep. That's going to be more mom related with a little bit thrown in. Yeah. So uh, the ones over there on my mom page are a little bit more ridiculous because it's kid related. Yes. So either way, um, you can also find me on Facebook. YouTube, anything like that, just by Googling my name. LinkedIn, you, yeah. na- you name yep. it. You it's name pretty it. much the same picture everywhere, so yes. you'll get, you yes. get all that. You'll notice they all link together. So, Well, thank you so much for being You're on welcome. the show. You're welcome. Like, I was like taking notes, like <laughs> jotting all this stuff down, going, yes, right? So, hey, thank you. And as we wrap it up, hey, remember, subscribe. Maybe think about someone you could share this with. Maybe there's a mom you know that's struggling. Like, hey, maybe she just needs to hear a different perspective. And, and clearly, there was a different perspective. I can't even talk now. Different perspective. (laughs) No editing shared today on this show. All right. Thank you. And thank you guys so much. We'll see you on the next show. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.